Hey, what's up, Miles? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing good. How we doing? Doing good. Doing good, man. Doing yeah, good. yeah, yeah. You know, just hanging just out, uh, yeah, just your average average week. You know, just in Sweden. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, th- this is this not where you normally broadcast from? I don't think so. Don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Well, everyone's gonna be real disappointed when uh, when, when we don't reveal anything today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the pressure's on, right? The pressure is on. Yeah, definitely. I did. I wanted to have a big asterisk right here on on this, the uh, on the thumbnail here, and it says, "But we're not telling you anything today." So, what I like is some of the speculation is that the game is just is is actually called Top Secret. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the the cats have all sorts of great ideas here. Um, I, I think one one of them said uh, Mark Smith. They said they're actually calling the game Miles Invades, which would be uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. And it's, a horror, and it's a horror game that I won't play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually make it into a game, and you're never going to play it. Um, all right, man. Well, it's 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 pretty late over there. Uh, so rather than goofing off, we should probably get the show started. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live at 6 p.m. Eastern. I have no idea what time zone you're in, Miles, currently, but it's... It's midnight, so I am talking to you from the future, where it's one less day until PSVR 2. <laughs> Everything going okay in the future? Do we have flying cars so, yet? Yeah. Or... Yep. Uh, whoa, what's out there? Whoa, a yeah. meteorite. Whoa. Have the, no, that's good. Have, that's the, good. have the Chinese taken over? No. No, no yeah. it's all good. So still, all nothing, good. still nothing to worry about. So oh, you can, still, you, you, what, you can keep no, using TikTok, everyone. It's fine. Not the Chinese, Brian. The Swedish. Like, seriously, I, I went out today and everyone's talking Swedish. Is that is that what language they speak in Sweden? Swedish? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I know. Make, I know. It sounds like I'm making a joke. I don't. I don't. I don't actually know. No. No. You're right. They do. They. They speak Swedish. They do. So that was. That's why they're all speaking Swedish. Sorry. It was completely um, unnecessary panic. Okay. From my part. Every. I apologize. Every so often, I find out that some other country speaks English, and I'm like baffled. I'm like, I had no fucking idea. Uh, well, to be fair, yeah. Anywhere you go, you speak English. Everyone speaks English. It always makes me feel guilty because I'd rather learn their language. But the truth is, in a global world with the internet, everyone tunes into mainstream media, whether it's movies or music or gaming, and English is the dominant language. So for many people, it's just easier for them to speak English than for me to struggle on just saying hello. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess so. I, I, you said rather learn their language, but it's like that. That's no small task. Uh, it's it's far more important to find out what AJ is asking. PSVR Underground in the chat with the two dollar tip says, "Do the meatballs live up to the hype? I mean, are they the same shit we eat at IKEA?" So uh, I've not I've not had that yet. Um, this evening I went to a um, kebab or kebab. Do you say in in the states place? Uh, and had this amazing mixed platter that was super tasty. My taxi driver uh, recommended it. We went there, had a really, really good uh, meal. 
But tomorrow uh, we're getting taken out to a restaurant in the evening by Fast Travel Games and we were shown a menu and told to pick our courses. And there are a couple of things on there that some of the options were traditional Swedish dishes. Don't ask me to tell you what they are right now uh, because I wouldn't even be able to pronounce them even (laughs) if I had them written in front of me right now. Um, But I thought, yeah, I'm over here. I'm going to give it a try. I don't think meatballs was uh, an option there. I don't even know... If Swedish meatballs, I don't know if it's just one of those things that it's like, it's popular in other countries, but back at home, it's it's probably not a big deal. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Nakazaka one in the chat says, are you guys talking about the new game? Uh, we should probably, we want to be very, very clear about this, right? Like you just got to Sweden uh, today, earlier today, and, uh, and, and, you know, fast travels, flipping the bill for all this. They got, they, they, they flew you over there. They put you up in a hotel room and you are not even getting to fast travel until, oh, and, and there's, and there's a gift basket. We'll go through this later, but yeah, gave me a nice little card. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, it all starts tomorrow and then we've got some more things happening on Sunday. We'll talk about it later on the show. Um, so yeah, um, there are some things I can talk about. There's other things I can't talk about. And the things I can't talk about is because they've not happened yet and I don't know what they're going to be, but we can speculate. <laughs> so that can be fun. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we couldn't, we couldn't have you broadcasting from uh, a Swedish hotel room without being like miles is invading fast travel games like it, it had to be the, it had to be the thumbnail it had to be the title of the video uh especially since like you know it, it's a relatively slow news week we're still waiting for uh for playstation to do their thing and so while we're waiting for playstation to do their thing well we're gonna do our thing which just means fucking deal with the clickbait bell radio the game cat with the six euro says midnight my time yay hopefully there is a yay. steve at fast travel games there's no psvr2 without a steve <laughs> <laughs> you know you're familiar with the steve story right how uh steve's really screwed up wes's uh ces experience uh hopefully he'll stay far away from uh from the fast travel experience uh yeah um i, I heard from what wes was talking about and that yeah um I, if i hear anyone introduce themselves as steve i will run in the opposite direction <laughs> Yep, nothing but click turning and blinders with Steve <laughs> Looper, the underground game captain. Two euros says, "Don't you dare underestimate the meatballs, AJ." It's true. Like this, Swedish meatballs are great, man. It's passion. I'm, I'm very, hey, food is such a great subject to get passionate about. I love it, dude. I'm a huge meatball connoisseur. I mean, meatballs. Yeah. If you if you come to uh, if you come to uh, any holiday at the uh, at, at the Paul household. Um, you will find out very quickly that the meatballs are a huge topic of conversation. Uh, wh- whoever made the meatballs is under is going to be under close scrutiny that day, and uh, and no one is. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, no one's ever happy. <laughs> There's always a problem with the meatballs. Uh, we had Starlight 137 with the five euros has just changed my PSVR 2 pre-order from the normal bundle to the Horizon bundle. I gave up on hoping for a physical release. Much love from Croatia. Yeah, hey, we get we get people from all over the place today. So changing does that mean you literally just cancel your pre order and put another one in? Um, no idea. You can't edit. Yeah, um, that's the question to put in the chat because um, it's something I thought about. I actually went for just the regular. I didn't go for the full bundle, but a part of me, well, I instantly regretted it. Let's put it that way. But now that the pre order's in. I'm too scared to sort of cancel and, <laughs> and upgrade it. Yeah, don't fuck with um, it. I mean, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leave it. I'm pretty leave sure. It. I'm pretty sure uh, they're available in, in in most territories still. People were yes. people were mentioning that like uh, they were sold out in Canada, but you know, I'm, I'm sure. If, mm. I'm sure if they're still available in your region, you're able to cancel the pre order and just put a new one in. 
uh, obviously make sure that they're not sold out before uh, before canceling them. Uh, Bell Ramey, the GameCat with the six euros, says, In other news, I finally caved today and pre-ordered PSVR 2 GameStop store pickup. No waiting for Sony. Uh, this is this is really what I want. Um, I haven't done a midnight release on anything since Dead Island 1 on PS3. And I got to tell you, it, it had been a decade prior to that since I had done a midnight release for anything else. I, th- I think that... I think the only thing prior to Dead Island One I did a midnight release for was was Radiohead Kid A. I went to Boston and, and, and stood in line on Newberry Street to get that thing at midnight. Uh, that's how intense we were about Radiohead back in wow. the day. Um, and so I don't think I've I don't think I've ever done a midnight queue for anything. Sorry, line or whatever you call it. We call it a queue over in the, over over there in the UK. There. I don't know what they call it here. Don't ask me. <laughs> but um, I've done I've done like the you know waiting eight to twelve hours in a line at least for like shows that I want to get to the front of. But yeah, I don't think I've ever. But then again, the PlayStation Five was the first console I ever got as a pre order on launch. So. Um, hmm which was quite remarkable to think about in hindsight. Um, but yeah. yeah. I mean, the timer here on the screen is counting down till midnight day of, you know, February 22nd. Yes. And so like really no one's going to have it at midnight unless you find a place that is going to do a midnight release. And so, <clears throat> you know, that, that's, that seems like the best option. I, I, I'm going to contact GameStops around here and see. That's a really good point. If that's an option for us. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, yeah, we're going to talk all about, we're going to talk more, a little bit more about what you're doing over there, uh, in, in a little bit, but we still have a normal show to get through. So, uh, you know, so thanks everybody for hanging out, uh, on this, uh, on this nice casual Friday. You can see we're all dressed up casually. Uh, no, no, no shirts or ties today. What's uh, what, what is on yep. your shirt? What I, I saw, I, we did a test run to make sure that everything <laughs> was working in the hotel earlier, but I, I don't, what's on, what's on your shirt? I didn't ask. So Anave is a band, uh, uh, a friend of mine, Becca and Jamie. They're a double act uh, and they are, I don't even want to say what the genre is because it's one of those things that they'll probably hate however I describe them. But like, I'd say they're, um, no, I'm not even going to say that, but you know, it's, it, they're rock, they're rock, alternate music. Check them out, Anave. Um, they really, really talented bunch and um, they've gone through a real evolution with their music and uh i actually own three of this shirt because they're so comfortable and they look good and and actually just give like a, a little bit of advice to anyone that's ever doing merchandise and always bigging up jimmy from end dreams but when it comes to making um merchandise the quality of shirts in many ways is more important than the design like of course you want to have a good design but because you wear clothes if they feel comfortable you have a bless you you have a real connection with them Thanks. and so with this shirt when they had them doing a clearance sale i was like yeah i'll buy another two and i just love them and the um wrapped shirts that they did really comfortable material yeah. and so um yeah nice comfort uh- Guys, don't forget if you uh, if you don't already hang out on our Discord, click the link in the description below and join our Discord. Conversations like this happen twenty four seven. Yes, about t shirts. Yes, about meatballs, and sometimes even about PlayStation VR, uh, which is sort of our bread and butter. Yes, yeah, we do like to talk about PSVR occasionally. Occasionally, uh, and if you don't like mm. sitting here watching videos live, we understand that. You can check this out on podcast services of your choice. Listen at your leisure, because we do it here for your viewing pleasure. And over there, yeah. we do it for your 
oral pleasure, which which oral makes pleasure. which actually is a, it's a joke that makes less less sense if you're not watching the video because I point to my ears, and people still don't understand that I'm not talking about oral pleasure. Anyway, oh. <laughs> Miles, we should probably move along. It's our oral pleasure though, as it's coming out of our mouth, and we're realizing we're inspiring people. So yeah, I, I get I get no pleasure. I get no pleasure no? out of oh, okay. this. None. Zero. All right. Yep. No pleasure for Brian. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I I don't know if you saw this, but there's uh, as they do every single month, we've got the we've we've got the top ten sales figures for uh, for the month Ooh. of December over on the PlayStation Store. You can check this out on the PlayStation blog along with us. Uh, if not, then don't worry. We'll take care of all of that. Um, so this is the December 2022's uh, top downloads. And if we scroll all the way down to the PlayStation VR section, uh, we, we start at the bottom. Uh, we, well, you, you, you'll definitely notice that there's different titles available um, or different titles that are making the charts over in the EU. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the North American uh, list uh, just for brevity's sake. But it, it, you, you can tell that some games were on sale this month because uh, some random ones made the list, uh, like Gun Club VR at number nine in the EU. Um, but number 10 was Sniper Elite VR. Number nine was Astrobot Rescue Mission. Number eight was After the Fall. Number seven, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Number six, The Walking Dead Onslaught. Uh, number five, NFL Pro Era 22. Uh, number four, Swordsman VR keeps popping up real high up there super hot vr number three job simulator two and then number one of course some shit just doesn't change uh beat saber uh it, it it's worth mentioning that a lot of these titles are the same uh in both regions uh but i mean man seeing games like rush vr show up in the uh eu top 10 moss book 2 in the eu top 10 uh very very interesting and i assume that this does just mean the base game right yeah, yeah. Because then you think about Beat Saber. If the base game is selling top constantly, and then you think about all the DLC, the revenue just yeah. must be phenomenal. I mean, we always thought it's phenomenal, but this really puts it in a whole other other um, frame. Um, just yeah, yeah remarkable. I mean, you have to figure that it's because of the DLC that it's still selling, right? Like every every yeah. month, there's somebody that goes, oh, oh, like I can finally play Smells Like Teen Spirit in Beat Saber. Yes. I guess I'll finally buy it. That's the song I was waiting for. I mean, there's going to be something. That's such a good point, because we often think the DLC is about serving the existing Beat Saber base. Yeah. And in some ways it is, you know, different players have different tastes. Um, but and, and and that might be what they're thinking. But the other part of it is, no, 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 no. They need to come up with DLC that actually reaches new audiences because the people that own Beat Saber own Beat Saber. And you know what? When a new DLC comes out, they're probably going to get it. I get every one, even if I'm like, I haven't really heard much from them before. It's not really my thing. I want to get it because when I next have friends over to play Beat Saber, I want them to have that choice. You know, I want as many mm. points of potential interest so that they fall in love with Beat Saber and thus VR. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're smashing it. And I'm so, so glad it's coming to PSVR too. Right. Yeah, norm normally, uh, normally I pick up every single DLC pack that comes out um, for, you know, for, for the reasons you mentioned. If anybody comes by, I want to make sure that you know, they have you know, as many options available to them. Uh, and, and I do like being exposed to music that I, maybe I wouldn't have known about otherwise. Like, 
I, di- I didn't know who Lizzo was. I hate saying that. I didn't know who Lizzo was. Uh, I had heard of The Weeknd, but didn't know any of their music. Uh, I haven't picked up any of the stuff. I, ha- I haven't I haven't picked up any of the recent stuff. Um, but but I was religiously picking up every single DLC pack that came out, and I think I finally hit a brick wall. And I was like, I think th- I'm j- I need to wait for I need to wait for PSVR two. Um, as you know, I've like been having oh, uh, some tracking issues and stuff, and like uh, and I'm just kind of tired of it. <laughs> so yeah. I actually bought in the last three weeks the last three DLCs together, so it was about thirty pounds, like forty dollars, yeah. which is a significant amount. I, I think having waited for a few DLC before buying them really put in perspective how much I probably spent, and I probably could work it out if I thought about it now. I don't want to think about it now. <laughs> how much I've spent for all the DLCs, and it shows why it continues to have great revenue. And when you think that every sale made on the PlayStation Store. Sony gets a significant, a, a decent chunk of it. Um, yeah, incredible. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. This but I was just, sorry. The last point I was going to make on that was mm-hmm. I played maybe one song on them. Uh, but the reason I bought it was the hope of PSVR two, which isn't probably smart. I should have waited for it to be announced. And even though it has been announced, we still don't know the context. But I can't imagine they're going to ask you to buy all the DLC again. Um, it seems unthinkable. But we all know that unthinkable things happen. <laughs> it's it, it's crazy that to it, the people that have been the most quiet have been have been Sony and and close Sony partners, uh, and so to me that just screams there's something coming. There's there's some event coming, a state of play, uh, some PSVR two showcase of some kind really starting to clarify that stuff like what is happening with astrobot rescue mission what's happening with everybody's golf vr what's happening with blood and truth like can only imagine miles you and i have talked so many times about the benefit like a a, a plus collection would have on psvr2 you know all, all these games that you own on psvr1 are getting a you know free psvr2 upgrade and that would be a great plus collection um and so then there's all these you know somewhat partners with sony uh with, with with wanderer saying hey we've got an announcement coming but we can't say quite yet uh and, i mean do you see this constantly right hey we've got an announcement coming we can't say quite yet and it's like well where is that happening it's got to be happening at some event very soon so patiently waiting for all that to be announced so it's sony it's, it's sony's headset and they've been the ones the most quiet about about their software plans so that's going to change really soon uh, any other surprises on this list for you? Um, obviously, Beat Saber number one is no surprise. Job Sim number no. These yeah. these are so, these are so expected that it's irritating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it just shows you who the solid leaders are in the field month for month. Um, the one thought it just made me had was, I'd be really curious to know, and, and this is just from my experience of working with artists many years ago in the YouTube space when they were trying to get number ones at Christmas time and get in the charts with the music. Mm-hmm. It was always, you need to get this many sold to at least stand a chance. And I look at this and I think, how many copies of a VR game in one month do you have to sell to rank in that top 10? Um, I genuinely couldn't even give you a ballpark figure. I have no concept because a part of me feels that it's super quiet on PSVR. We're near the end. We've got PSVR 2 just coming over the, the horizon in four, less than 40 days. Horizon, you but say. I know, I, I know. I can't keep away from that term. Uh, and, um, and, and, and yet it seems that, yeah. But then 
a, a, a sort of a side question to that, Brian. When the PlayStation Five came out, PS4s were still selling well. You know, it's it's, it's not that PS5 comes out, PS4 completely stops. There's this sort of overlap period. Do we think there's going to be an overlap period when PSVR 2 comes out? There are people that, I really want to jump into VR, but that's quite expensive. But there are these PSVR headsets that are uh, a reasonable price. I might do that first, see how I get on, and then a couple of years down the line I get the PSVR 2. We could see something like that, but I don't know. What do you think? I, th- I, think... I know you're not going to <laughs> care for people like that, but... <laughs> No, I mean, I'm I'm really happy that those people will exist. I, I've I've actually get comments pretty frequently, being like, "Hey, you know, really appreciate your channel. I just jumped into PSVR, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm getting caught up on all your reviews, uh, and, and watching old episodes of Gamescast and why we love and all of this stuff. Uh, so, so there are plenty of people who are just jumping in now, um, but I don't think the the problem with that is is that usually the tail on a P, like on, at the end of the PS4, or at the end of the PS3, or PS2, even there's stuff coming from Sony or even third parties for that platform to make, to make that a viable thing to jump into so that, so that people feel like they're getting something new, even if they just jumped in like that, there's still support coming and it, and it really feels like there hasn't been much support for PSVR one in quite a while. Right. So if you jump in now, I think you have to jump in with the expectations of like, I'm there's only a back catalog to play all this new stuff coming for PSVR two is not going to get a PSVR one version. Like you kind of have to just be comfortable with that assumption from the get go. Mm. And so, and, and, and that's totally fine. Like you you can't, I think this is about the cheapest way you can get into VR right now. If you buy a PSVR one, uh, you know, a, 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 a pro or something. And, uh, and then yeah. just, you get all these games on sale, you know, tons of them are on sale month after month after month for like 60, 70, 80% off. And so, you know, a, a PS4 Pro might still be expensive, uh, but you can definitely get a $200 headset and ridiculously cheap games. So uh, I, I think it's a great deal, but I also don't think it's, you know, when people are jumping in the, into VR right now, I think a majority of them are saying, oh, this PSVR 2 thing is happening. I'm going to wait for that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, did, I think I think that's about right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, and then one final question on this topic before we move on for you, Brian, and also for all the game cats in the chat. March twenty twenty three. If we were to get a top ten PSVR two sales yep. for March, yeah, what's gonna what's gonna be number one? Beat Saber. I think it's yep. Beat Saber as well. <laughs> yep. Because even if they say we have to buy it again, but you get the DLCs over. I'm gonna buy it again. <laughs> like that's just that's that's just the reality. Yeah. It's that good. I would buy it again. I shouldn't have said that publicly. I, they're watching, going. All I, right. I got to be honest, man. I got to be honest. I, I don't think I would buy it again. Like I, I really. This is this is what I've been saying is that they have to be very careful right now because there's always going to be another studio, another game, another rhythm game that wants to swoop in and eat your lunch, right? Like, yep. uh, the re- yes, beats beat like Synth Riders was always nipping at the hills. That's right, you know. And and so and so Th- Synth Riders had a free upgrade on PlayStation. Uh, I'm sorry, on uh, on Quest Pro, right? Not even a gaming device, and they had a free upgrade for for the a better version of Synth Riders on Quest Pro. We're obviously getting. We're obviously getting a PSVR 2 upgrade and very likely free and hopefully with multiplayer and everything else we're missing on the PSVR 1 version over on PSVR 2. So Beat Saber needs to watch their back a little bit because there's always going to be somebody who wants to take their place. And the second you give us a reason to abandon you, I think a lot of us will. Uh, you know, it's like I've been playing Beat Saber nonstop for years now and I'm 
I'm getting a little tired of it. I didn't love the newest, uh, the, the rock track pack. I don't, I generally don't like mixtapes and I thought that a lot of their choices were really generic and I didn't love the mapping. And it's like, man, so every time I jump into Beat Saber, I'm reminded that I don't love this like I used to. And so if they give me an excuse to leave, I might take it. Such a good point about the mixtapes because although I enjoyed the electronic dance music mixtape, it's kind of how I feel about if you have a playlist of singles, you know, various artists or an album. You know, I'm not saying you can't enjoy the mix, I, I do playlists like that all the time, but the albums, you get more into it, there's more of a journey. And I find that when you look through the, the playlist and you're like, okay, Linkin Park, you know, um, you, you, you feel like you're more in a zone and you've got a feeling with all the songs and, you know, they have a certain style and character with it. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree with you with that. Um, but, yeah, Beat Saber, some people in the chat are saying Call of the Mountain. I mean, I do think Call of the Mountain will be number two. Um, it could be number one, but I do think that... I can just imagine, like, mainstream gamers that maybe aren't familiar... Would be more drawn to Beat Saber because it's it's just it has that mainstream appeal. He, here's why Call of the Mountain could be number one, uh, and it's because I guarantee you that even though it's a packing game uh, with you know with one of the bundles, that they will still count each one of those as a sale. Oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so that could very well be the reason uh, that it, that it tops the sales charts. Um, I, I I would love to see Village uh, get show up on that list, right? To actually prove that people are buying village like, now. Like I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure sales for village dropped ridiculous, you know, like just so much over the last year and a half because, you know, it, it's now kind of an older game. Uh, it's, it's been out for almost two years and people are like, okay, I, I, we bought, if you were excited for it, you bought it at launch or you bought it the first time it went on sale. And then there was probably a huge drop. And now phew, here we go. Picks right back up. The problem with that. Being a hybrid game, it's the same skew as the as the PlayStation Five version, right? Mm. So I, I'm 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 really scared that we won't see those types of games. We won't see hybrid games that share the same skew on PSVR two sales lists. Just like we didn't, we never saw them on PSVR one sales list. Like the top ten, we never saw Resident Evil Seven in there because that's it, it, it might sell six million copies, but you don't know how many of those people are actually buying it for PSVR. Uh, and so, yes. so it doesn't make sense to have it on that list. So, yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately I think hybrid games are kind of going to get the shaft when it comes to this stuff. Like Gran Turismo mm. seven, that should be, that that'll will likely be really high on the sales chart, but they're not going to count it as a How VR you? game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> probably job sim and, and beat saber will still be number one and two for, for a while. I mean, there's, there's like just universal appeal with those games. Uh, people jumping into VR for the first time absolutely love that stuff. Uh, and, you know, certain YouTubers out there like really, uh, really push this stuff too. Um, and, and when you, especially when you consider that on launch of PlayStation 5, I can't remember the percentage, it was a significant percentage of PS5 owners. It was their first ever PlayStation console. Um, I think that will happen with PSVR too. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going, like we said with PS5, okay, this is the one I'm going to jump into because they've seen people have fun on the previous generation and go, okay, well, this is the one I'm going to go for. Um, and so for that reason, yes, you're going to get an uptake of all these games that we, many people might have been sick of hearing about. But you know what? If that brings more people into the world, then awesome, bring it. 
that this is the price we pay by Brian is to yawn and sigh at the uh, top 10 charts every month. That's the <laughs> price we pay for um, seeing this community grow. <laughs> yeah. I just want more variety next time around because sure. it's, it's, it's all the usual suspects. So I'm definitely ready yeah. for, uh, for a completely different list more frequently. Uh, and hopefully that'll happen soon. I wonder if they'll combine PSVR one and PSVR two games on the same list. I wonder. Uh, we got Firebird, Firebird Old School in the chat with the 100 Sekiros. It asks, Miles, seen any Sekiros today? No. Hmm. No. <laughs> or just, just maybe in the, in the, in the chat, but yeah. Uh, get Hip is in the chat. By the way, I want to respond to people in the chat, but yep. I can't because I'm not logged into my YouTube uh, on this computer at the moment. Yep. So um, yeah, I can, I, I'm reading all your comments and I'm loving them. Uh, and AJ's going to send me one of his um, one of his shirts, so bring it. Get Hip is in the chat. He says, I'm kicking down the door, Miles. I know he's out, he's yep. out there in Sweden with you, right? Literally putting his ear next to every door to see if he can hear me. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I like that. That's not super creepy. Uh, Stike Gamer. I'll give him a clue, though. It's, I'll give him a clue. It's floor four. That will narrow it down a little bit for him. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably like 2,000 rooms on each floor. Stike Gamer, the VRAF game cat with the five euros says gazoon type brian get better soon yeah I, I muted myself at least while i sneezed but um but oh, but only for you guys not for miles miles still heard me sneeze each time um yeah uh bell ramio the game cat with the two and a half euro says fuck beat saber no sweat allowed on my shiny psvr2 you know there's a, <laughs> listen I'm, I'm kind of with them right every time i get something new I, I I don't even want to use it because I don't I don't want to get fingerprints on it. I don't want to get it dirty. Like I, I actually got an analog pocket. I was so excited about an analog pocket, and then it finally showed up, and it's so nice. Like it came in like the, like this really elegant box, and it, and it and it's got this really beautiful matte finish on it. And it's like you're gonna see every single thumbprint, every greasy little Italian thumbprint that I could possibly leave on that thing. And dude, I'm like I'm scared to touch it because it looks so nice. And I was like, so here I am. I got the thing I wanted. I don't even fucking play it. I'm a little bit concerned that I'm going to treat PSVR 2 like way too carefully for the first, I don't know, six months, year. And then I find, then I'll start beating up on it because I won't care anymore. Get hip in the chest as a 90 year old woman just told me to fuck off. Uh, that you, that means you got the wrong room. <laughs> he says wrong door, wrong door twice. Keep trying, but I say so don't, don't, just don't, don't knock. Just message when you. Actually, no, just do a light little tap. <laughs> uh, time to move on to some PSVR 2 news. Uh, if you guys yes. have you guys been keeping up, uh, Survive came out on PSVR 1. Uh, it's got issues. It got a patch that addressed yep. a lot of those issues. Uh, but it's still janky, just inherently. Uh, even, even the PC version is, is janky. Uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, you know. But it's uh, but there's there's a lot of game there, and uh, there's a lot of fun. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, and then on on their Discord, here let me bring up the trailer so we can watch something else for the next five minutes. <laughs> um, on on their Discord server, the developers stated that they are currently porting Survive over to PSVR two, uh, which is a really really good sign because as one of this these later PSVR one games. Uh, it just didn't. I don't think it got the care it deserved. Um, it, the resolution is low, uh, and the, the the move controls are not optimal. This is this is the kind of game. Like even even if it plays a little bit janky, uh, playing it at a higher resolution uh, with normal, somewhat normal control schemes, having analog sticks, 
it's just I think personally it's going to be the way to play this game. Agreed. Um, yeah, I love. I just love the weapons in it, how the weapons feel, and so to have that with the dual sense controllers um, and yeah. Um, they're not called the dual sense controllers, are they? What are they called? No, Remind me, Brian. But, I mean, they're called the sense controllers or PSVR two oh, sense, sense controllers. Control. But but the Even thing is, two of them. dude, for the entire Maybe. PlayStation VR one generation, I called the moves whenever I used two of them. I said dual move support, and now right, that's it. And now, and now you can't say dual sense support because that means something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad it wasn't just me being an idiot. No, it's it's a it's a problem for sure. <laughs> um, but here's here's the good thing. Uh, the P, the PC VR version of Survive, I believe, has four player co op. We only got two player co op on on PSVR. Oh. So so if you if you are thinking about playing through this game, maybe maybe it's time to wait in for the PSVR two upgrade so that you can actually play through with three friends rather than just one friend. Um, because I I do think the more players you have in this game, the better off you are because. I feel like I need I need four or five hands to do all the things that I want to in this game. I'm carrying a gas can and I'm and I'm trying to and I've got a gun over here and I and I got to reload the gun manually and I and I got to pull something out of, my, out of my backpack and I don't know where I'm going so I got to bring this map up. I'm like I really need like seven hands in front of me just holding different items and like reloading and whatever. Uh, so that's why you need as many friends as possible. One person can be the navigator just holding up the map and and then somebody can be holding gas cans. I mean it's you, you coordinate. And have different roles. I genuinely tried to put the flashlight in my mouth to see if I could <laughs> bite on it and hold it in my mouth while I was walking around. I mean, it was a small flashlight, so you would be able to go just, right? Be, yeah, yeah. And I was really annoyed you couldn't. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so maybe I'd love to see that in the patch notes. Uh, flashlight mouth support added. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was really. Uh, yeah, so so many so many games allow you to just put it in your pocket, right? Um, like The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners comes to mind, obviously, and, th- and this definitely uh, kind of steals some of those mechanics, like the backpack and everything else. Um, but but you can't, yeah, you have to either hold the flashlight or find the flashlight attachment for your weapon. And so it's, I mean, it's there's again a lot going on. Uh, I saw a Bad Robo in the chat. He says you need Goro hands, right? You need forearms, absolutely. Some Mortal Kombat reference. Uh, so yeah, so I'm excited about this. Um, I really I, I wanted to review this on PSVR one, and I, and I just don't know if I've got it in me to do that because um, it's it, it it's one of those games that like it's exhausting to play because it just requires so much work from the player. Uh, and but I don't know. Now that the bugs have been fixed, I do feel like it's worth my time to get back in there and figure it out. So mm. Looper the Underground Game Cat with the five euros says, "Speaking of dual sense support, will Gran Turismo Seven be the only one with it?" At launch, it's a good question, man. Uh, as a racing game, it makes sense, right? Yeah. About the thing about GT Seven, I was speaking to a few friends who played the flat screen version uh, on VR gamers. I mean, they play when they come over, and when I get PSVR two, they're definitely going to want to come over and try it. Um, a few of them were saying, "There's no." They didn't literally mean this, but they pretty much were leading on the idea that the only way you're ever going to want to play this is with a steering wheel uh, and pedals. Um, that's the way to play it, um, which I can understand. But I, I don't know. The the the, the, the sense controllers, um, I, I don't know how it's going to feel. 
is there going to be sort of this touch feeling with the steering wheel and how immersive is that going to be? Is it going to give you a real sense of holding something? Because if you sort of are putting your hand where the steering wheel isn't, then you don't feel it. So you do actually get a sense of here is the steering wheel in my hand. Um, it's always a bit weird when you try and explain it and articulate it, but that is going to have to be the mechanic. But um, yeah, in terms of the dual sense support, um, uh, is it confirmed that it will have the support for the dual sense? You will be able to use it. I mean, they wouldn't deactivate it for VR, would they? Right, right. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's. I don't think they've said anything. I mean, they really haven't talked about it at all, right? You know, Jim Ryan was on stage and talked about it for all of fifteen seconds. Uh, so obviously, they're going to have a lot more information coming our way soon. They they haven't even confirmed that it's the full game yet. So we're just you know taking them at their. Uh, we're assuming they're not trying to pull one over on us. Um, so we need to, we need to wait for that announcement. I 100% would believe, sorry, sirens on my end. I would 100% believe that you'll be able to play with a dual sense in VR. I'm currently playing with a dual sense, uh, on a flat screen and it, and it feels great. I don't want to play this game in VR with the dual sense controller. I also, if, yeah. if they even gave us sense controls to support, like it's, it's, it's kind of the Minecraft, uh, syndrome, right? Everybody was like, I want to use a pickaxe in VR with the, with the move controllers, right? And they didn't give that to us, but can you imagine having to do this? non-stop for yeah. hours and just to it's like it sounds like a good idea in theory but then the second you implement it you're like this is fucking exhausting no one wants to do this yeah. and so do you really want to have your arms out and not resting on anything real right you? so you're holding sense controls and you're just like hmm for like hours <laughs> no man your arms are gonna get tired in minutes without something to actually rest yeah. them on true when you when you mentioned that minecraft thing i just have this vision of some guy playing a Minecraft session, taking his headset off, and one of his arms is massive. (laughs) (laughs) Like Popeye, half Popeye. (laughs) Mom! (laughs) And then she comes in and is like, what have you been up to? Minecraft. (laughs) Firebird Old School says, my Logitech G25 doesn't support PlayStation 5. That's crazy. I I don't, you know, I don't really know much about the different wheels, but... um, but it's funny, every time I look one up, it, it, it always says compatible with PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation mm. 3. So, like, it's just been, like, you know, all this all this cross-compatibility with uh, with some of the wheels. So, yeah, just double-check that before you buy anything. Um, all right, man. Let's, uh, I think it's time to head on over to uh, to Twitter. We saw a tweet from Nox Noctis uh, just yesterday, okay. I believe. Maybe it was even earlier today. I don't remember. Uh, here, let me bring that up on the screen. Here it is, Twitter. Uh, the tweet says, new things are coming. Stay tuned. Something completely new, but with the same essence. Uh, and then, of course, it's got this this video playing, but it's also got the hashtags PSVR2, hashtag VR, hashtag dark, hashtag new, <laughs> hashtag... I don't think they understand how hashtags work. Um, I don't think any of these are trending at the moment. Um but it does bring up a very, very big question is, is the biggest one being like, what the fuck is happening with do not open on PSVR two. Mm-hmm. If they're like, Hey, new things are coming, something completely different or something completely new, but with the same essence. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I know, I know you're, you know, a little wary of horror games. Is this something that you've been keeping your eye on? It, I mean, it has, it's, it's about priorities though, isn't it? So like, uh, I know I get teased a lot and everyone has the right to tease me for, for horror <laughs> games. Um, I have a love hate relationship with them just because 
I do enjoy them, but I'm just, I hype it too much in my head and my imagination gets the better of things. So yeah, look, this is something I was definitely um, interested for, but I just get a sense, Brian, I don't know if you do, that there's this whole thing about with flat screen games for PlayStation, there are so many studios that are developing on projects that we know nothing about. And it's not just they're working on one project, it's they're working on multiple. And I'm starting to get the sense with this new generation of virtual reality with PSVR 2, that a lot of these, you know, companies are now deciding to work on multiple games because they've grown a lot through the PSVR period. And, you know, you just have to look at a lot of these studios that's, that's set up. I mean, look at fast travel games that, you know, we're going to be talking a bit more about later. Yeah. Um, they started off as a very small studio with talent from, some very well-established game developers, um, and they decided, no, we believe in this technology, we're going to do it. Um, I believe Fast Travel Games, I could be mistaken, started off with like eight people, and it's grown because they've hit the wave, and it's amazing to see. And so they're in a position where they're like, new technology, and with PSVR 2, it's not just about we now have to put more into the games to take advantage of it. It's also, and I, uh, it's for lack of a better um, sort of explanation, the, the the bar has been lifted in what is possible and it means that they're able to say we're not having to take our games maybe from other devices and then make it work for the PSVR. Now it's like, no, this is this is the new ceiling. Yeah. And therefore we could do multiple projects to really make the most of what's possible on this. And so um I'm sort of making a more general point here about VR that I do think that a lot of these these um, companies are working on multiple things. And also, I believe that the reason there is so much quiet around new releases, um, Neil Druckmann was saying about it on a recent interview regarding new Naughty Dog projects. Uh, you know, they haven't announced what their new projects are. You know, The Last of Us multiplayer, they started working on it before the launch of The Last of Us Part 2, and they're going to announce something about it later this year. It means it might not come out this year, but they said the reason they've done it is they've learned by announcing things early, you create a culture of crunch, and developers get put under pressure because not only are they at work trying to get stuff done in time, they're also then going on social media and constantly being bombarded, which I'm guilty of because uh, Yaroslav from uh, Beat Games, every time he was posting something about, oh, I wish for this to happen, and I'd say, you know what, I wish that Beat Saber came to PSVR 2, yeah. you know, like, and it, it comes from a good place, it's just enthusiasm, but then I'm sure that, you know, and I, and I thanked him afterwards, it was announced and apologised. Um, you know, when you have millions of fans around the world, it puts all this unnecessary pressure on. So I do think we're entering a new age now where game developers are like, you know what? We just need to be patient and work. And when it comes out, we'll talk about it, which for people like us, Brian, yeah. it's annoying. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that away, but. It's, it, but it's not annoying to me. I will tell you this. I know we, we this is, yeah. you went, boy, did you go down a tangent? Um, but, but I'll, I did. I'll, 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 I'll follow the breadcrumbs. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll lead you back home, baby bear. Don't worry. We'll get there. Um, I, I actually really enjoy it. I remember when Fallout 4 was announced and it came out like three or four months later. I was like, this is how I want things to happen, right? Because it got announced. I'm super excited for it. And then it's in my hands. Like, I, I, what's the point of spending all the money in marketing to to announce something if – uh, if it's not going to be out for a year, year and a half, two years, like what, what it's like you're generating interest, but don't, aren't you just going to generate that interest, that very same interest later on? 
Like what's the, what's the point of rushing? And so uh, yes. I, I get, I get tired of things. Like I, I actually, I, I actually um, get bored of certain ideas when, when I, when I see a game over and over and over and they show a little bit more here and a little bit more there and then a little bit more there. Eventually I feel like I played the game and it's not even out yet. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of good. I'm kind of good with all that type of marketing. So it, it, it works for me as, as, as mm. somebody who has to cover stuff on YouTube. It's like, eh, it, yeah, yes, that it gives us less to work with, obviously, but there's, there's plenty of games. There's plenty of games. Yes. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm totally fine with it, man. The fallout four formula works great. Getting back to Knox Noctis specifically. Um, yes. this is a small team. This is, this is a, yes. this is a, uh, this game was funded by the PlayStation talent initiative. Right. And, and usually that I, I think it's a Spanish initiative by PlayStation España. And, um, and, and, and so they, 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 they support small teams and, and then they, and these teams make PlayStation or PlayStation VR exclusives. Uh, and so that's what, that's what, that's what I expected was happening with do not open was that Sony was just trying to help them cross the finish line. Right. They did technically cross the finish line. This game came out on PlayStation 5. It didn't get the PSVR 1 support we were supposed to get, uh, but they did say, hey, PSVR 2. Uh, I got to tell you, man, I streamed this in Discord the other night. I, I, finally, I finally put the disc in the PlayStation 5, and I played Do Not Open. And I was like, I need to check this thing out. I've heard varying reports of its quality. Uh, as it turns out... <laughs> I agree with some of the more negative reviews of this game. Uh, I think visuals are beautiful. I, I, I think conceptually it's great. It's, it's an escape room game that's procedurally generated. So every time you go in, like you're, you know, you might yeah. experience different rooms, different puzzle solutions. Uh, but the problem is, is I don't think these guys have ever played an actual escape room before because what they're delivering is almost every room uh, has a four digit lock that you need to figure out and instead of interesting creative ways of figuring out those four digits you end up having to do math or or if you're like me and you just have a terrible memory like you need to get out a, a notebook and a pencil and start taking notes uh, and that's not something you're going to want to do in vr and so part of me is reading this tweet that says new things are coming stay tuned something completely new but with the same essence it's almost like for me reading this and having just played the game that the developers are also aware that this would be a horrible thing to play in VR because it would just be frustrating. No one wants to do math in VR. No one wants to, no one wants to have to take notes in an actual notebook with a headset on and they keep lifting the headset. Why up. don't they do a virtual? Why don't they do a virtual notebook? That'd be cool. That would be cool. That worked in Wanderer. There, there, there was a, there was a huge puzzle in Wanderer that really required you to use the chalkboard. And that was great. I was like, Oh man, this is, this is a complicated puzzle, but because they gave me the chalkboard, I was like, this is really fucking cool. And so, yeah. and so I'm hoping and this is this is obviously this is obviously ridiculous. I'm expecting that we're going to get Do Not Open on PSVR two, and we're also going to get some other game on PSVR two. That's probably what they're implying. But I'm secretly hoping, not so secretly, because I'm telling you about it right now, that they've realized that maybe the formula that they've come up with for Do Not Open doesn't work in VR, and that they need to maybe give us a, take the same environments, take the similar puzzles, and sort of like rearrange them and create something new with what they've got. That that works better in VR, and, and and so I really hope that this is on their mind because I will wait if it means we're getting a better game because I kind of don't want to play Do Not Open anymore. I played it for an hour mm -hmm. or two, and it was it was mostly frustrating. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm not shame, yeah. yeah, I'm not a, not a, not a big fan of what they delivered. So fingers crossed. I like someone in the chat said VR pen add on. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would be amazing. Yeah. And a sense pen. A sense pen. A, 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 sing, a single sense. Yeah. <laughs> Miles, that brings oh, us $99.99. <laughs> that brings us to uh that brings us to Sweden, Miles. Yeah, I've got to go. So, yeah, that's it for the hour. Cheers, guys. <laughs> um, Sweden. Yeah, let's get let's get people caught up, man, on, on exactly what's going on here. Uh, obviously, uh, Fast Travel Games reached out and they said that they had, um, you know, an opportunity for for without parole, and said, "Hey, you know, do you guys want to come to Sweden uh, and check out PSVR two, some games that we've got going on?" And uh, you know, obviously, I, I don't I don't leave my apartment. So, uh, so, so it made sense to ask you, uh, you, you just got in today. Uh, what, did you get the Royal treatment? It's, it's been, it's been a, a good journey. Um, I flew with British airways that I haven't done since I was a kid because normally you just go for the absolute budget airline where you sort of have to pay to have oxygen in your cabin to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was good. Like I had a USB slot for my phone on the plane. I hate it when you're on a plane and you want to play games on your phone, but you're like, I've only got 20% left and I need this phone when I get to the other <laughs> side to make sure I know where I'm going. Okay, I'll just have one more game. Uh, and having Wi-Fi on the plane, being able to tweet uh, from the sky was, I don't know, uh, quite a, a cool experience. Um, but yeah, getting here, they didn't really tell us a lot what was going to happen um, like when we got here, but we arrived with this beautiful package that I held up already, which I'll happily do again. And I will go through this in a minute. Um, when they had this wonderful card that said, Miles, welcome to the FTG day. Um, we hope you enjoy a small taste of what Sweden has to offer. And they've got lots of wonderful things in there. And then they've given, which I can't show, but they've given me a list of what's going to happen over the next two days. So um, it's basically going to finish at four o'clock on Sunday. Um, and then Sunday night, I'm going to head back. Um, and so, yeah, we're meeting early tomorrow morning. Um, going to be a 9am start um, at the studios, which is about a three minute walk. And uh, yeah, in terms of what they've uh, told, um, they've just said that we are going to be playing some games, uh, and I can go through some of those games in a moment. Um, but there is a top secret game that I am not allowed to talk about. And to help with that, I don't actually know what the game is. So I can speculate with everyone on the chat today. Uh, we could talk about that in a, in a bit. Um, but the, the, the final thing I'll say, uh, Brian, before I go back to you, is um, I will be getting my hands on PSVR 2. Um, they haven't said in terms of what I can suspect actually maybe some of the games that's going to be for um, but yeah getting to experience PSVR 2 hardware um, uh, very very exciting uh, and even more so after seeing Wes and that now I'm not going to be getting to play well who knows I'm not going to be getting to play Horizon Call of the Mountain or Resident Evil uh, 8 unless I don't know we managed to sneak something in I, I doubt it I don't think that's planned at all um, but just to, you know, put it on and get a sense of this is how it feels. And also to be with many other VR content creators who, you know, do play on other platforms. Some of them were at CES and, you know, tried all the new headsets. It'll be really great to network with them. Uh, I've done a bit of that tonight already and just get in 
uh, a sense of what they feel about PSVR 2 against other uh, headsets that they use. So, yeah, just really wonderful to be here. Huge thanks to Brian for helping set this up uh, with uh, Andreas from uh, uh, Fast Travel Games who reached out and made the offer. And uh, I was saying to Brian earlier, arriving, I I sent him a video, I don't know if he's actually played it yet, but uh, when I arrived at the airport... Um, yes, I've, I've, I, I, for, I forgot I, to do anything with this video because oh, cause I took a nap su- before the show. A, it's, it's such a small clip, so it's, it's all good. But when I arrived at the airport, they told me, you know, there'll be someone, a ta- taxi guy, holding up a sign with your name. So I'm looking out for Miles Dyer. I'm filming it because obviously I'm going to have to do a, a nice little vlog afterwards um, of, of my travels. Uh, and I see this guy, and he's holding up. Oh, it doesn't say Miles Dyer. It says uh, PSVR without parlay <laughs> i think it was misspelled uh but in that moment it kind of really struck a chord with me and just went wow um and i feel proud i feel proud to be representing not just psvr of our pro as um you know brian aj wes and myself and you know us as the hosts and the people that work on this channel but i feel proud to be representing the community and something I wanted to mention right at the start of this, and I did say I was going to go to Brian, and I'm waffling on. It's, uh, it's fine, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get this video up on the screen. You take your time. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. But the thing I wanted to mention earlier was that, um, you know, with all the support that you guys give, stuff like this happens because of you. Yeah. And going into this year, you know, not going too much into my personal life and that, but, you know, my band came to an end in November. I had to decide, you know, what I'm going to be doing this year in terms of music. And, you know, do I want that to continue? And the truth is it may continue at some point, but right now I've got to work out where I want to focus. And I work a full-time job and doing this, I get so much enjoyment out I get of it. The um, I've been doing this live streaming the last couple of weeks with The Last of Us Part 1, which has been going great. And I'm excited for PSVR 2 to come out and to do live streaming with that. And so it's going to be a real focus point. And I'm just one of the big team. And to be here and getting involved. And it's the first time I'm meeting PSVR content creators. Um, Nazy's here, who um, I've actually worked with. Um, for those that don't know, she's one of the most brilliant VR content creators in the world. She came all the way from Australia. Uh, she's really great with Beat Saber. And she actually played on her channel, uh, my band's uh, track a year ago when we made it for Beat Saber. And so I've always known her and we've known each other, but meeting up today briefly, I was like, oh, wow, we're actually meeting now as representatives of the our content creators. And so um, it's been a real moment of uh, humbleness and, you know, taking it in and realising this is going to be an amazing year, Brian, uh, for all of us and for PSVR and the channel and the community. And uh, so I just want to say a huge thank you to, to everyone out there. Yeah. This is, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I think maybe like most people, this, maybe this is not an uncommon feeling, but, but not really taking something in until it's already happening. Uh, you know, like when, when they said they were going to fly you out to Sweden, I was like, Oh cool. That, that's great. You know, and when Wes said that he was going to go represent without parole at CES, I was like, Oh cool. That's great. But until you actually get there, Right. Until you guys have actually gotten there and been like, Hey, we're, we're here. We're doing, we're doing our thing. And, and, you know, we're, this, this is all, um, you know, something that you guys are excited about and something that like benefits the channel and benefits our viewers because then they're able to get, you know, kind of like this, like hands on first 
you know, access from people that they trust, right? Like you, you go to any YouTube channel and, and say, oh, you know, like, what did you think of PSVR 2? But it's, but a lot of the cats like, you know, trust you guys. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and as, and as much as I would love, uh, you know, love to be there in, in playing PSVR too. Um, again, like, you know, leaving my apartment and, and getting a passport or anything else, it just isn't an option right now. Right. And so like, I'm really, really happy that you're able to do this because otherwise, uh, it just wasn't going to happen. So, uh, th- it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it makes me feel really proud, um, to be, you know, to, to be part of this community and, and, and to have such, you know, amazing co-hosts that are, uh, they're traveling all over the world in, or, in order to get this information for us firsthand. And it's great, man. 2023 is going to be a really big deal, I think. It's going to be great. We're, we're kicking it off with a yeah. bang. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, absolutely. So, um, yeah, before I go through all the goodies and the, and the fun stuff there, and I haven't actually looked at it, I thought I'll save it for the show, just to give some details about exactly what games I'm going to be playing. I'll go through them quickly, and then we can, you know, dive into them a bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get it on screen, but it's um... also while you're getting it up on screen, I do want to say um, if anyone out there is like wondering why are you guys doing if 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 you're not going to fast travel until tomorrow, why are you doing this video today? Um, here here's here's the thing: the embargo for all this is is not is not lifting tomorrow or anything. It's like you're not going to hear what Miles has done tomorrow for for a while. Um, you know, cause... There'll be there'll be some things I can talk about, and and, and basically they're going to let us know tomorrow what we can and can't talk about. But when I asked them, can I talk that say publicly that I'm going to be you know get my hands on PSVR two, they went yep. But there's an embargo of when you can talk about your impressions of it. And my theory behind it, I don't know this, but I just assume because someone asked earlier, um, you know, um, but what about um, you know Wes? He talked about it straight away. You know, when Wes went to CES, that was sony doing their own stand right. this is fast travel games that would have had to speak with sony and say hey we want to show you know influencers these games you know using psvr2 and so there's going to be you know a bit more friction there than if it was directly sony um and you know and that's cool because they want to give us some time to go home you know nazi's got to go all the way back to australia it's got 24 hours to get here <laughs> she's not staying here just for two days she's staying for a full week with her husband bless her um and uh yeah, um, it's um, it, it's important to sort of give the space. So yeah, as Brian says, tomorrow I'm not going to be saying this is what I this is my impressions. Um, I'm going to be really eager to. Um, I'll be like Brian, Brian, cancel your pre-orders. It's, it's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> We're shutting down the channel. But um, but no, but I can't imagine it's going to be that long. But who knows? Uh, who knows? But the other reason we're talking about it today is. You know me, when I was in Romania, I still try to host on here. Yep. I wasn't not going to host the show, but it'd be a bit weird if this was the background. And you're like, so where are you, Miles? Oh, Sweden, uh, to, you know, check out PSVR 2. Well, we'll talk about other stuff. We had to make a deal out of it and, and share this excitement with you because this stuff happens because of you, the community, and we love you for it and we're grateful. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, we got Dead Ringer, the GameCat with the $5 tip in the chat. I, I literally forgot what our currency was here for a second. Cause I was so used to saying euros and quid and everything else. Right. Uh, Sekiro's that when I saw the dollar sign, I literally forgot for just a moment what to say. Uh, dead ring of the game cat with the $5 tip says, Hey guys, happy Friday. Do you think we'll be able to preload games that we pre-order before release date? Have fun in Sweden miles. It's a good question. I assume. Yes. I'd assume. Yes. Yeah. If, if, if you can pre-order I mean, them, 
You don't have your heads, you don't have the key. <laughs> Yay, I've got Call of the Mountain installed, and I guess uh, I'll play it in the next seven days. Yeah, definitely be, uh, I'm definitely curious about that. It's, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because honestly, I don't pre-order many games, especially digitally. And so I don't even know how it works normally. Uh, I feel like it's different for every game, right? It's every You pre-order a game, and then some of them, like 24 hours, will allow you to pre-order, uh, allow you to download it and get it ready for the, the, the countdown to, to zero minutes and zero hours. Uh, and then some of them are just like nothing, right? Like some of them don't, don't allow you to pre, pre-download at all. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see which ones give us that option. And I don't, I don't bother with the midnight stuff because the last time I did it was for Red Dead Redemption Two, and I remember being excited. And as soon as it went midnight, I started playing it. And about forty minutes in, I was like trying to keep my eyes open. I was so tired, and I was like, I really, I was like, you know what? I just need to go to bed and you know enjoy this with fresh eyes. So it didn't work for me personally. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, the games. Shall we go for them? Uh, yeah, let's get Alex's tip. Alex with the $2 tip says, let's oh, yeah. get a tip train going to buy Brian a passport. It's not the money. It's not the money. I, I legit don't leave my apartment. And honestly, when uh, Andreas Julius contacted me and asked me to do this, uh, it, it was like less than a month ago. Less than a month ago. And it, it, like at this point, I think it takes like three months to get a passport. So I was just like, I, I don't, there's just no way to make that happen. Um, all right, man. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's, what, what games... Uh, can you tell us that you'll be playing tomorrow? This is what I believe I can say. So hopefully I'm not about to just completely botch this trip. I, I, I was speaking with Brian earlier and I was going through all the emails again and again, just being <laughs> absolutely meticulous about it. Uh, <laughs> I like the idea that right now fast travel games are in the studio. It's in like their sweating, studio with like right? a projector on sweating, <laughs> clipboards. <laughs> yeah, they're outside the door now, like SWAT team. Like with charges on the door. Right. As soon as he says the wrong thing, we're blowing down the door. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just see me get wrestled to the ground, handcuffed and thrown out. And then I'm just taking a helicopter out into the ocean and dropped in the air. Like, yeah, we're never talking about this again. <laughs> we're never doing this again. Anyway, nice. that aside, no pressure on me, of course. So um, I'm going to get a world's first hands-on with Cities VR Enhanced Edition. Uh, and that's on PSVR too. So um, that's really, really cool. Um, my, my feelings about this, and, and we've spoken about Cities VR on one of the previous shows, n- not having um, this context beforehand, but um, I love that. What's that red laser point on my face? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I was someone, I'm not going to go over this too much because we've spoken about it before, but like SimCity 2000, I remember growing up with that and I never really used many um, sim builders since then. The closest I probably got was, um, is it Tropico? Yeah. Um, I played like the fifth one and then the second one and those were kind of cool, but it's not exactly the same. To like go back into that world in VR, um, personally, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, it's not one of my top five games but yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited to play it and um yeah right i mean you're gonna get to play it on psvr too i think that's the more exciting part like 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 to be able to actually have the headset on and and, and hold those sense controllers and you know despite this being you know the first game it, you know it was interesting watching wes play and, and talk about call of the mountain 
he had a lot, he had too much to take in, right? Like there's like this visual yeah. overload. He was trying, you know, there, there was obviously they were trying to walk him through the beginning of the game. He had to deal with Steve. And so it, I don't think he actually got to appreciate the actual PSVR two features, right? Like, you know, like really feel the adaptive triggers and, 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 and take in what the headset and the controllers are, are capable of and what they're, what they're doing. I, I think with something like this, I think it's a little less, uh, the game itself, and this is this isn't a slam at, at Cities VR, but compared to Call of the Mountain, it's a little more casual, right? A little more laid back, and so I think I think you'll actually be able to appreciate uh, the more technical side of things um, when you're playing right. this kind of like laid back game. Yeah, and I think it's also a different um, facet of gaming where you want to sort of get a sense of the tracking because of. You know, if you I, I haven't you know know that much about the the gameplay other than what I've seen in trailers and stuff. But to be in it, you know, you want to be specific with how you lay things out and move around. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, first person shooters and like cooled mount stuff is going to be great. But you know, in VR, the the games that have surprised me and I've some often enjoyed the most because of those surprises have been games that aren't those first-person shooters, like Puzzling Places or Tetris Effect. It's those things that you break away and go, this is actually something I wouldn't have normally considered, but as an experience in virtual reality, this was a pleasant surprise. And so, yeah, I'm, 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 I am looking really looking forward to it. The fact that it is going to be on PSVR 2 is, is a wonderful bonus. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Nope. Go for it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> uh, next is a hands-on um, with close to final version of Ghost Signal, a Stellaris game. Um, now, I don't know too much about this game myself. Um, I've seen the uh, uh, Meta Quest trailers, and they've done a few gameplay things. Um, but... Um, I believe, yeah, I, I, I just don't know too much about it, to be honest. Um, and so, um, and I think it is just because um, it's a game that, again, I don't know anything at the moment about this. It's a game that hasn't been on PSVR, um, like with any game. The, the, the thing about moving on to PSVR 2 is any game that's ever been on the Meta Quest, we're now going, could it be ported over? Right. And that's exactly like my approach here. Uh, and so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know I'm glad you're going to be able to get to play, get to play uh, some of these games that you know maybe we haven't covered, we haven't talked about um, because yeah, like you said, at this point anything's possible. Uh, we definitely want there, there was there was like this what what did they call it um, pets initiative when when the Switch first came out and it was it was an acronym for port everything to Switch pets and because you that's that's where people just wanted to play everything and so i'm I'm sort of in the same boat with psvr2 right just bring every vr game ever made to psvr2 whether that be an original quest game uh you know i don't care if it's a fucking google cardboard game i just want it to be a place where you can just play everything any game that you've ever heard of for vr um and so and and that includes this a game that i'm looking at this uh this trailer and going eh, not, not terribly interested in this right um but but again for it to be available for all games to be available on PSVR two, that would be that would be kind of be the dream. Um, and then the final, well, it's not the final thing, but like in terms of what I can talk about specifically, um, there's just going to be a new and exclusive content from Everslaught Invasion, mm. Guardians Frontline, and We Are One. Again, three titles I don't think have been on PSVR. Right. Um, and so again, look. 
if I, in some ways I'm actually looking forward to playing them on whatever device they're on because um, for a bit of context, um, and I was actually talking about it with some of the other VR content creators tonight, um, PSVR is the only VR headset I've experienced other than the HTC Vive, which was my first one when my brother introduced me to the first sort of like modern domestic VR kit, which was amazing. And it's where I played Job Simulation, Arizona Sunshine and, and Raw Data and was totally blown away. But then when I went, when I got my own headset, I've never gone back to the HTC Vive. Um, and so yeah, experiencing other headsets and that, I think is, uh, it's going to be a great experience for me. I want to, get a sense of you know what are the differences and things like that especially in an environment where okay the objective today is we're going to try out these games and these vr headsets at a vr studio where they're probably going to have very good setups for it and so yeah i think that in itself is is going to be uh is going to make it a really really cool couple of days yes uh off topic um but kiwi D in the chat was, was asking about puzzling places coming to PSVR 2. Not a fast travel game, but uh, but again, getting everything on the PSVR 2. Uh, I, I love derailing things because uh, puzzling places it's should be you, it's me. It should, it, right, it should be on that list of games that we talked about earlier. I was like with Blood and Truth and uh, and Wanderer and ga- games that were either made by Sony or heavily funded by Sony uh, because puzzling places was announced like a full year before it came out to PSVR uh, PSVR one. It was like, and it was on a PlayStation blog post. I think it was in a video somewhere. And we we're like, "What are you? What are you doing? Like, this puzzling place is the type of game you announce like a week before it comes out, you know? And, and that's and that's it. But no, they were like, they were promoting it a year ahead of time. And so there was definitely some Sony money involved in that. And so I, I would expect again, the puzzling places to be announced with a bunch of other PSVR one games coming to PSVR two, whenever, uh, whenever Sony decides to start talking. Um, the so, so the, I know there's a few tips to go through, but the, the last thing I'll say, which will obviously um, create a new conversation after we've done the tips, but the last thing I can announce while I'm there is that I will be one of the first, and when I say one of, I don't mean as well as other groups. Mm-hmm. The people that are here right now, we are going to be the first outside of the studio to try out their next yet unannounced title. Um, they've described it as something that we will want to sink our teeth into. Um, which could be a literal thing, <laughs> might be an eating game. Uh, <laughs> I, I really um, hope it's not an eating game. <laughs> eating sim, you just eat food. And uh, but this is a title. And again, I, I, and, and what I love is, um, you know, in our guidance, you know, we're not allowed to talk about this. Obviously, afterwards, but right now, we're allowed to talk about a, to- a top secret game. But I, do- I don't know what it is. We're not going to know until we're there. So I'm happy to speculate. I do wonder if this is going to be a PSVR 2 title. Um, but then, but that can also occur with all the other ones. Um, it's going to be just really interesting. Look, th- this event is not about PSVR 2. It's not. But it's got it's got a place here. And we know that PSVR 2 is a powerful headset that developers are excited about. And, you know, they might be saying, no, these are the things that we're intending to. And so for the top secret game... Um, Someone said Jules VR. Can you imagine if they did... Um, what was the shark game uh, that was on PS5 and PS4? Sharknado? Oh, Maneater? Shark- uh, um, say again? Maneater? Maneater, thank you. Yeah. 
Can you imagine that in VR? I, I played that game. I actually had a good time with it. Um, that that would be uh, that would be quite fun. I mean, other uh, people, Sharknado too. Yeah. Other people in the chat are, are kind of like going on the uh, a game you can sink your teeth into, and uh, in, in saying maybe it's a vampire game, which yeah, I feel, I, I feel like they they don't you, they wouldn't just say that without meaning something regarding it. Yeah. Right. Maybe it's good dog, bad yeah. dog too. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe it's dentist simulator. dentist simulator. Dentist simulator. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta do like yeah, do a fill in. This is all yeah. sounding terrible, Miles. <laughs> Sorry, am I not going with the more entertaining idea? I thought I was um eating sim and mm. dentist sim, but yeah, if you want to do your vampire shit, that's fine. I, I definitely not want, I definitely want to do my vampire shit. Yeah. Vampire dentist simulator. That would be sick. We've not had that yet. <laughs> I've come to suck your blood. God. <laughs> So I really, I, I really hope. I, I told you before the show started. Um, you're, you're like, you know, you're like, oh, I got to, I got to get this tweet out. You know, maybe fast travel shared on their socials. And I was like, I don't think fast travel is going to share anything from without parole on their socials until they know exactly what we said. Because I've got a bad history of like, I don't know, maybe being too honest about my feelings about fast travel games. Right? They were, I, and I'm just going to get this out there. It almost feels like we're going off the rails, but let's fucking do it. Um, fast travel games seemed like they were firing on all cylinders. They were they were making these these big adventures like with Apex Construct, right? It's like they just understood VR and they understood that they wanted something built from the ground up for VR that just felt good to play. There was a good progression system. Uh it, it there was uh, it, it, it just this gameplay loop was so addictive for me because it really allowed you to like go through the same places over and over and over again to continually level, like level up different attributes. And I really enjoyed that. And then they gave you a reason to explore and find trouble. It seemed like the best first step that a small studio could take into VR. Be like, and, and it just, it got rave reviews. Everybody seemed to love it. Great. And then from there, it started going downhill, right? As much as I love Curious Tale of Stolen Pets, which was a side project for them. It was like, you know, like just a couple people on the team kind of putting it together. It was cute. It was fun. Um, but but then Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife was, was less than Apex Construct. And now all the games they're publishing are these games on, on Quest that are against these smaller games. And it's they're sort of at the forefront of where VR has been going for the last four years or so and has been going you know obviously much much more toward the mobile side of things so the, the standalone quest one and quest two headsets and 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 developing and publishing games that would run on those platforms which you got to do what you got to do my my real hope for fast travel is that they also understand where vr is heading after that after quest one and two that uh, that now they've got this ability to make these uh, some some of the biggest VR games that the world has ever seen, uh, and and take that and take the stuff they learned from Apex Construct, and bring us a bring us a brand new IP or something on PSVR two. If they don't have something like that in the works, then I'm really really concerned for them. You see a studio like End Dreams doing the polar opposite, right? They like they're like, oh, we see that PlayStation VR two is the future, and so we opened a triple A studio, Studio Elevation, you know, and then they bought uh, then they bought the the, the Shooty Fruity team, and they they really feel like it feels like they just understand what's happening in VR that they have to do these kind of like mid tier games that'll run on standalone platforms, but they also know that where the future's heading, and they're taking they're taking a big risk. In, in making AAA VR games. And so it's, it's, 
I'm, I'm very curious to find out what fast travel's next move is because they can either, they're either going to stumble out of the gate next gen. Uh, and that stumble could cost them everything or maybe they'll take a risk that really, really pays off. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm extremely concerned because I think they're a really, really talented group over there. And, uh, and without knowing what they're working on, I, I just, I just don't know. Uh, I just don't know what's going to happen. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some, Fingers crossed. Yeah, it's some interesting. I, I, I really, as always, appreciate your insights with this, Brian. And again, before the show, when sort of talking about this briefly, you know, as Game Cats know, my entry into VR was at a bit of a lag compared to Brian. He's been there from the beginning and working on this. You know, this channel was what helped me get into PSVR and, you know, get, getting games. Uh, there's a lot of games I haven't played um in the in the early in the early days of psvr and so i feel like for me peaking with any developers or any games hasn't happened yet and so uh yeah although the wraith game um i didn't play huge amounts of just because horror uh it isn't a priority or there's got to be some really engaging things there that grab me mm-hmm. um but I did like certain parts and, and ideas going on there. Apex, you know, phenomenal uh, game. Um, I, I'm, I, and you know, people are going to say, look, I've been paid to come out here. You know, I'm going to have, you know, tainted, uh, rose tinted glasses, all that. I, I, I am genuinely excited for all devs in the space at the moment because I think PSVR 2 gives this amazing opportunity. But Brian is right that, when there is a new technology that is a gateway for propelling yourself for the next generation. Now, I'm going to be meeting the teams tomorrow, going to be having great conversations, amazing people, um, uh, very talented with with great backgrounds. Uh, And I'm really excited not just to play the games, but get a sense of their vision and like, you know, what are the things, what are, I come from a background in marketing and it's about looking at trends and understanding the market and, you know, uh, predicting what it, what is going to happen, which isn't, isn't an exact science. It's, it's a bit of alchemy. Um, and so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next couple of days, not only just to play the games and play PSVR two, but to, just to get a sense of what they're working on next. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, those concerns that Brian raises, I think could apply to anyone. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely want to see a game that looks next gen and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens over the next couple of days. Um, for, for that reason. Nice. Uh, I'm, Should I have a look in this basket? I, I think so. I think so. I'm my my the gears are turning right now. I'm really trying to figure out what you know what games they could be showing you that that, that you don't know about yet. Mm. Um, because the the issue with fast travel is that it could be anything. They could have had something in development for years that they haven't been talking about, which is my yeah. secret hope uh, for PSVR two. And my and then the other thing is that that they're they've taken on a lot of publishing duties, uh, and I think that's been really really good for them. And so they could they yes. could just be publishing. Uh, this secret game, and it's not even something that's been developed internally. So, really, it could be literally anything because of that. So, yeah, possibilities but, are crazy. But I kind of I, I, that's what I kind of find exciting about all of this is the sky's the limit, and this is a very important time for them to invite people. I mean, look, I don't know how often they do these kind of things, but it feels like a very special time to be doing it. You know, um, it's the new year. It's less than 40 days from PSVR 2. They're going to let us play PSVR 2. Um, 
so yeah, I am. Um, I'm just laughing all the, the the Swedish conversations in the <laughs> chat. Um, but um, yeah, like I'm, I'm. It's it's just a real privilege to be here. And and I'm gonna be honest, you know, like the, the thing I like about the the relationship we have as PSVR with companies with brands and that is we do have editorial freedom. Um, right. That can be argued that it comes at a cost if we say things that aren't um, always positive, but our positive views on games are not going to hold a lot of weight if that is always the benchmark if we're always being positive and some are just slightly more positive than others then you don't really get a sense what i loved when i first tuned into psvr was i would check out a review and brian's reviews weren't just saying like this is a terrible game or this is a great game it's it's also it's like this is what it did for me and these are the, the if, if you're this sort of gamer you would like it and it's it's very personal in that way and so you know anytime we discuss these things if there's ever moments that are critical it's never personal it's not because we want people to fail it's actually because we want uh people to succeed yeah um so yeah look, i'm just being real about it um i was i'm really excited to see what they've been up to um and it's not just because of this basket of goodies um you know even the basket it comes in i want to see if i can pack it and take it back it's wonderful <laughs> i want one of these to put i don't know what i'm going to put in it i guess more of this stuff but um as I said, we've got this card here. We've got some tips, actually. Um, do, you want to, you want to do tips first? But we can do tips first. Tips, let's do tips. All right. We've got Ben Dawson with the five quid. says, PSVR without parlay forever. Seriously, though, you guys rock. Uh, yeah, I got the video up on the screen, even though it was 90 degrees counterclockwise. Uh, thank you, Ben Dawson. Uh, Kill Artist won the dream. It is it is so crazy that you showed up and there was, like, somebody holding a PSVR without parole sign. Um and uh oh who's who? he held it down a straighter's way and then i said oh could you hold it back up and that's why he's doing it i kind of wish i did but then i didn't want to film him without announcing myself first because then it's just like i'm walking towards him with a camera um yeah yeah um he was uh, a really really cool taxi driver um had really good conversations and he's a he was a he's a gamer oh nice and, uh, well not a psvr gamer but well, maybe maybe after <laughs> What what I, what I love is that uh, it says PSVR across the top, and then it says without in big letters, and then it squishes parole in the tiny right hand corner. It's like as if he didn't I mean, realize be, how many letters he was about to write. To be fair, <laughs> if I'd never heard of the channel before and didn't really know about PSVR, yeah. I would be like, "What the hell are they getting me to write here?" Like that's true. Um, without parlay, yeah. Kill artist one, the Dreamweaver game cat with five dollar tip. It says Miles, I'm so excited for you getting to try out PSVR two. This weekend, I hope you can talk about the PSVR 2 basic experience. Hopefully, no Steve. Yeah. Also, dude, I, I think, you. you know, despite the fact that you're probably going to be limited to fast travel games on PSVR 2 to play, um, I, do th- yes. I, do think that, um, I do think that you're getting the better experience uh, than, you know, compared to somebody like Wes that went to CES and had, you know, tracking issues because of all the Wi-Fi problems and yeah this this is gonna be more like the ideal way to play psvr2 this is gonna be more like what uh happened in september with the press event where different uh different members of the press got to go to sony offices and just one at a time play as in the same way that they would play at home uh so yeah it's gonna be nice for you to have like this relatively flawless experience i think yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, really, really looking forward to it. Okay, final one. Right. Starlight 137 with the five euros says, I'm a huge fan of Paradox Games on PC. I clarifies that City Skylines and Stellaris. I said, it's excellent games. I didn't know that they were VR versions. Actually hyped. There you go. Look at that. We actually brought you some news today. Who would have thought? 
All right. I love, I love the hype. Let's check out this love basket. I need to see this basket. Right, so we got... Right, first of all, we got tutti fruity rings. You know, this is when I wish I was at home with my camera that does the whole blur for close-ups. Like, this, 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 that's what it's made for. But that's a good good. There better be Swedish fish in here. I learned today that Swedish fish that we get in North America are made in Canada. But, like, the only Swedish fish in the world that are made in Sweden are the ones you buy in Sweden. So you got to right. you you smuggle some Swedish fish back home for us. I'm going to do my best. So some of them are half and half. So one of them is apple and strawberry. One is kiwi and melon, and then one is salty licorice. Ugh, that sounds terrible. Right. But but this one says hi. We're also vegan, so that's good. So that's uh, that's a good one. Oh, I like that. It's good. Yeah, it's good to know that your candy's not eating meat. Yeah, great. Uh, great. Next one, we've got Bila. I mean, I'm not even going to read what that says at the top. Bila. They look like they look like mini marshmallow, like little mini marshmallow, like. Mm-hmm. And, and like, do, does it specify the THC content uh, in each gummy? No, it doesn't. No. Unfortunately. Okay. But yeah, but established in 1953. Um. So there we go. Not gonna lie, I thought 100. this. I thought the gift basket was gonna be way more exciting than this. Dude, I've got to build it up. Would you just rather I just go, and here's a PSVR 2. Yeah. Oh, and now here's gummies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, what, um, what is this, CES? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get We've off the got, stage. Um, cola, chocolate. Is that vanilla? Oh, dude, I don't even know what these flavors are. Can anyone read these ones? I don't know. I don't know. But these, um, these look good. Dude, I'm going to have to eat all these. Oh, and the chocolate-covered caramel. I'm gonna have okay, to eat all of these. That that's a yeah. Be, no, no. But before I leave, because I can't. You can't travel with food. Really? Because you can't. It, yeah, I, I think after leaving EU, yeah, we've totally screwed it. I don't. I don't. I don't leave um, the country. I have no idea how shit works. Yeah. Okay. This is Turkish piba, which I think is Turkish delight. Mm. I know I could be wrong. Again, vegan. Too hot to handle? Question mark. Okay. These have got warning on it. Okay. Can someone tell me what that is? Because that doesn't look good. <laughs> and there's a lot of them. Should I do one now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Three. Oh, my good luck. They look like bits of charcoal. Yeah, that's not selling me. Here we go. I might, oh, dude, I should get some, have some glass of water or something. Maybe I should do this one last before I've done it. Okay, I've got to present the others while I'm going. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, God, that smells horrible. Okay. Looks like a. F- it's a warning, not for human consumption. What does it remind me of? Oh, Ruthless Metal in the chat says, do one now. They are spicy, but you'll live. You'll live. I'm glad. Thank I'm glad it wasn't. They're spicy. They taste good, but you'll die. <laughs> it is licorice. It's got a bit, a bit of a kick to it coming now. Right, this is, um, I think it's chocolate with, like, salt in it. I'm just guessing what these mean. But, I mean, look at some of these words, man. They're so, they look so made, they're just made up. They're just like, how many letters can we just Ch- put together, Chuck cram into a word? Chocolate fabric. Yeah, well, that's a very good, very good. Thank you. I mean, I, I have no idea. I've that been, could be I've been really studying, offensive. yeah. But, oh, my God, look at this photo on it. What is going on there? 
Is that is that woman being choked by a man in an umbrella? That's what I mean. Man, yeah, you. Oh, it's a microphone. I, I thought he. I, God, where's my mind? I thought he was choking that woman. Okay. okay. You have the you have the least steady hands of anybody I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's really <laughs> difficult, and also I've got, I've got a bad back. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, those sweets, they weren't. It's not that hot unless it's going to get really hot. But at the moment, it's fine. Okay, we've got some potato chips, trifle, tri, 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 trifle, trifle. Try again. And it looks like it's tuna, but it's I don't know what tuna. I don't know. I mean, I could I could just have a uh, translation page up. We can we can look up we can look this stuff up as we go. These look good, though. These look good. I like these. I like that. Calm down. He's joking. <laughs> Swedish. <laughs> Holy shit, Miles! You know you're in their country, right? I know. <laughs> I know. I, uh, it's a tun- tuna. T u n n a means barrel. Bar- oh, so they're barrel chips. That helps. Yeah. I don't know. Got some uh, Elevate, some nice vitamin water. As you'd, We'd say vitamin, but for my American brothers and sisters, vitamin. Well done. Vitamin water, water. Water. As we say, vit, vitamin water, vitamin water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally... Uh, see, this is what we've been waiting for. Something, something. PSVR two. Here, here we, we go. Here it is. Put that <laughs> shit on your head. Oh, it, sorry. There's already something. Oh on man, your head. I was actually looking for a new hoodie. Nice. Nice. Don't even say that. Pulls and makes a massive bang and get a load of complaint. There we go, dude. And it's great color. Nice blue color. Fast travel games. And then on the back. Nice. Oh, now you're Love one. Of, now you're one of them. One of them. One of us. One of us. Isn't that from The Simpsons? One of us? Yeah, I think yeah. so. One yeah. of us. One of... Everything's been on The Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. Like barrel chips and um, vitamin water. Um, but yeah, so and it's it's a new hoodie. New hoodies always feel really, really good. So anyway, nice little welcome gift. And as I said, um, for those that missed it at the start, on their little card, when I first came into the room... Um, it was just a lovely message, and they also included um, a two hundred and fifty kroner gift card for the coffee shop across the the road. And I'm not a coffee drinker, but I had a hazel chocolate. No, I had a hazelnut um, mocha latte, and it was really, really good. And I thought, this is why I stay away from coffee. How do you spell kroner? Um, but yeah, well, this is the thing about their currency called Krona, K-R-O-N-A, is I feel like if I said, yeah, I've got Krona, <laughs> they, you might you might worry some people. Right. Yeah. It's about 25 um, bucks. Yeah. Um, it's a very, it, they, they say it's a cash a very cashless society here. And I thought, okay, yeah, everyone pays on card. Yeah. But there's a, a lot of places I've been to, they literally say we don't accept cash. It's just you pay on card. Wow. So I um, found that quite interesting. Um, that sweet that I've got, it's not that. Okay, I've bitten into it now, and that's oh, oh, oh. Well, I guess End you. Show, Brian. I guess I, I guess <laughs> you don't have to eat them all before you leave, then, do you? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Kr- Krona means crowns. 
um, they said in the chat, which could be just them making shit up, but it sounds good, so I'll go with it. Uh, it's Firebird um, old school. I believe at least 50% of everything he says. Yeah. So take that yeah. however you want. But the fact that all of this, I think pretty much all this was vegan, respect as well. Like I, I, I just like, if you're not vegan and stuff's vegan, it's not going to harm you. Um, and I, I just, I like it when people are they're considerate like that. I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, that, that's the goodies I got. And uh, I'm in this quite a funky room, as you can see from the background and stuff. Like cool, cool background. And um, yeah, it all kicks off in. Well, when I get off here in half an hour, I've got to be up for breakfast in five hours, and yeah, could be good. Well, I mean, at least you're not down at the bar drinking. I mean, that that would make t- waking up tomorrow morning much, much more difficult. Right? Yeah, I went down to the bar to get a nice Coke to give me a bit of caffeine and that, but um, yeah. Um, Steve Irie says, how can sweets be vegan? What? I don't understand. Of course they can be vegan. Yeah, it's, well, just, it's just most, fucking sugar. Most sweets are made out of whale blubber, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Haribo is just made out of free willy. Sure. I mean, even Oreos are just naturally vegan. Like it's uh, sweet stuff that make is really, really easy to make vegan. I was vegan for years. And so I, uh, I've got a pretty decent understanding of all this. Next week's stream will be most streaming from Swedish prison after trying to <laughs> smuggle their candy out the country. <laughs> yeah. Man. Set two alarms. Yeah, I do set two alarms. I set the regular alarm half an hour after my main one, which is on a sleep cycle app I use, mm-hmm. which about just a little tip for people sleep cycle is a great app for your phone and one of the features on it is if you set your alarm let's say for 7 a.m it says all right we're going to wake you up between 6 30 a.m and 7 because a traditional alarm clock at 7 a.m doesn't matter how you're doing in your sleep uh, 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 it's horrible whereas this overnight it measures when you're in light sleep you're moving around a bit and when you're in deep sleep when you're not moving much at all yeah you could be dead but we, that doesn't happen and uh yeah basically <laughs> wait wait so if you're in deep out. sleep if you're if you're dead the alarm just never goes off <laughs> like he's in really i don't deep know i just sleep. go you i just goes, oh you're very well rested um <laughs> <laughs> but um it, it measures your sleep cycle yeah. and so in that half an hour leading up to when you want to wake up it will slowly wake up as you go into light sleep I've never gone back to a regular alarm. I've used it for five years now, and my God, it's amazing. So, yeah, just a little random recommendation for anyone that struggles with sleep nice. uh, or waking up. Yeah, uh, yeah, Serial Killer is wondering, what's it called again? It's called Sleep Cycle. Um, the The icon on the App Store um, is orange, and I think it's got a cycle um, icon with, like, a clock that's white. Um, but, yeah, Sleep Cycle. Give it a go. It's got some other cool features on it. Like, I listen to it. You can set at the beginning, like, I like the sound of rain. Some people like white noise or brown noise or pink noise. They're all the different frequencies. Um, so I, especially with, I've got a bit of tinnitus now because of playing in a heavy metal band and all that stuff. Um, it's, it's quite good, and it, it cuts out after, like, half an hour. Because that's something I never understood is when people listen to podcasts to bed. I'm always like, but doesn't it just keep going on and on? <laughs> like, how do you shut it off? Um and there's some other cool features that I'm not going to blab on now, but yeah, I've used it for five years. Um, brown brown noise just, just sounds dirty. I'm sorry. Brown noise. Like, it does. Really? Reminds me of the brown note from South Park. Like, have you seen that episode? I don't think so. Where they, they find a note that makes people shit themselves. And so there's the world recorder like um, festival where schools from all over the world 
come to play the recorder <laughs> and they changed the last note to the brown note. And when that whole world, like all the schools around the world play it, the whole world shits itself. <laughs> it's like South Park. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's, that's South Park. about as South Park as it gets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Looper the Underground Game Cat with the two euros says, I love how snooze is implemented in Sleep Cycle. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm a big snoozer, right? Constantly telling my yeah. Echo show, like, you know, like, snooze snooze for five more minutes snooze for 10 more minutes and it gets me in trouble all the time uh, i shouldn't i shouldn't ever snooze uh but how is it implemented in sleep cycle i can't believe there's 350 of you still <laughs> hanging out for this yeah yeah i mean i i mean it does have it and it's it's, it's fine it works fine the, the, the last thing i mentioned on it is when you set to sleep you can add notes and you can make your own custom ones so i do like have i had caffeine after 3 p.m am i feeling anxious did i work out today um, all these sort of things. Am I sleeping in a different bed? Um, and so what it does is over time, it builds a picture where it says when you have these things in your life, it impacts your sleep quality by this amount. It even talks about like if it's a full moon or a half moon and how that impacts your sleep. Um, it even works out like, oh, there's a sweet spot of like when you walk this amount a day, it's really good. But if you walk over 20 kilometers a day, when I've done some really long walks, then it's detrimental to your health temperature. And it also then tells you that each statistic, what your stat is, so your sleep quality or the average time you go to bed or the average time you go to sleep for. And then it will show you the, the highest performing country. So you'll see like Saudi Arabia, I think, is like the country where people sleep the least. And then like Norway or something is like where people sleep the most. And so there's some really, just really interesting stuff about sleep. And I know for a lot of people, Sleep is a difficult thing. Um, I've, I've struggled with it for a, for a long time. Yeah. Um, I used to grind my teeth a lot with anxiety and stuff. I used to have to wear a mouth guard and stuff. Um, so um, it's done wonders for me. It's not a one-size-fits-all, so some of you are going to try it, and it's not for you. Um, but, you know, why not give it a try? <laughs> Serial Killer says, that's enough, Miles. I already downloaded it. You can, you can yeah. st- stop the sales pitch. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually I'm on new medications uh, and I take them all before bed. Uh, but the problem is, is like I, I fall asleep pretty easily, like around midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And then I'm it, it's like, I don't know if it's an interaction with the with the medication, but at like 4 a.m. or 3 a.m., I wake up and I'm fucking absolutely awake and then I cannot fall back asleep. So I'm just trying to uh, just trying to like slowly alter that and get into a better sleep sleep schedule. It sucks, man. Not being able to sleep is the worst. I haven't slept slept for a week. Well, we live in a society now where, you know, once upon a time, you would go to sleep when the sun goes down and then you'd wake (laughs) up when the sun comes up and that was, sleep was not interrupted. Now we have lights in the house, you know, you have your screens, you have notifications, everything like we haven't been prepared to deal with like having interrupted sleep. And there's a lot of really interesting research on it and it's important to get eight hours, but is the worst thing when you're trying to sleep is oh i really need to sleep right now worst thing ever yeah. uh zombie in the chat says i can't believe only 133 of of you hit the like button so um yeah all of you out there if you've not hit the like button yet please do it really helps us out yeah. it's a wonderful little gesture that can make all the difference uh before we end the show today but um i think there is one more thing brian isn't there uh let's make sure we get all the tips there is one more thing are you ready for this one more thing yeah. Okay. Well, then it's time for PSVR oh, twenty wait, questions. Uh, is it my? Is it my? Is it my game? That, that's what. Yeah. That's why I asked, and that's why I sent you a run of show before the show began. Yeah, but I never read that last <laughs> bit. I'm always like, we'll just make it up when we get to it. Yeah. 
Um, we'll just make out when we get yeah. to it. This is going to be the best show ever. Is that what you said? Is it that is. not what you said? Are we? Are we not? Yeah, 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 are we yeah, not yeah. going to make out now? Oh, I didn't know that was on the on the thing. But um, <laughs> six oh five, top ten PSVR games. Seven oh five, Brian. Yeah, okay, I, got I, I got. I got one. Okay. Uh, all right, you guys, I'm going to need all the help I can possibly get because for whatever reason, I forget every single PSVR game the second that this game starts. Uh, Miles has a game, a PSVR game, in that little head of his, and uh, and we only have six minutes and 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game he's thinking. Uh, this is not going to go well, I can tell you already. All right, let's do this. Uh, help me out, cats. Ask me good questions uh, and give me good good suggestions for games that it might be on my mark. Get this. Go. Uh, does this game use analog sticks? No. Okay. So uh, we're gonna we're going to maybe inaccurately assume that it's moves only. We'll find out if we're right about that. Um, has this developer well, made maybe. other uh, other PSVR games? Um, it's a really great question, actually. Let me just find out. <laughs> I like Ruthless Metal. He's like, is it a fast travel game game? <laughs> what was the question? VR or PSVR? Other PSVR games. Oh, man. That sweet is great. Well, you just you just, write, um, just running down the clock is what you're doing. You're like, there's no way. No, I'm generally go. I I'm gonna say no, uh, no, no other games. Okay. Um, is this a shooty shooty game? You play a lot of shooting. You do a lot of shooting in this game. Oh, I wouldn't say so. No. No. Oh. Uh. 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 It's I'm, like if you compressed all the ocean. All the salt in the ocean. Ugh. 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 Is it a good game? Would it ever have been in consideration for our top 50 list? Which question are you going for? I'm specifying a good game would mean it was at some point in consideration for a top 50 list. Yeah, yeah. So it's decent. Yeah, cool. We'll call it a good game. We'll call it good. Spitting this out. Sure. Zombie5150 is asking, does it have puzzles? Is it a puzzle game? Puzzles? Yes. Five. And what, what question were you answering? Is it a puzzle game? If Like it's a puzzle game? Does it have puzzles? Yeah. Does it have Okay. I guess I yeah. guess they are similar, kind of different questions, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, is there serial killers asking? Is there full locomotion, free movement? Gets time for this vitamin water. Is there? Uh, yes. Uh, oh. Um. No. No. There's not. Okay. Uh, for anyone, somebody suggested Zing, but Zing has dual shock support, so that doesn't work for the analog question. It's good. 
Um, old Darth is saying, is it based on a known IP? It is indeed. Uh, seven. That's really big. Um, is the IP it's based on um, something like a... Wait, puzzle game based on an IP. It's not. It's got puzzles in it. A game I with, wouldn't say. Yeah, a game with puzzles based on an IP. Is the I see? We, we got to figure out the IP here. Um, is is the IP uh, something that would be uh, is like a TV show or movie that it's based on? Yeah. 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 Sure. Hey. Okay. So, a game with puzzles based on TV show or movie. Uh, are there any, are there any, uh, comic book characters involved in this? Like superheroes or regular heroes? Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah. That's nine. Okay. Was this, was this a launch game for PSVR? Uh, um, did this come out on October 13th, 2016? No. Okay. That, that eliminates Batman, you guys. Yeah. We were doing pretty good. Oh, oh, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> It did come out then. Uh, that, that no longer eliminates Batman, you guys. Uh, I feel like this is going to be the one. Um, Wait, what date did you say? Wait, what date did you say? October 13th, 2016. Oh, no, no, it, did, it didn't come out on then, no. It probably came out like the 11th or 12th or something. Uh, yes, no. So that's two more. That's 30. <laughs> um, so who Who is... So somebody's somebody is like about an hour behind the rest of us. They're like TikTok sucks. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, is this made by Rock City Games? Uh, is indeed Brian. Could That's this possibly thing. be Batman Arkham VR? It is Brian. It is Arkham VR. And Gundy Gundy V Das Game Cat Veta said Batman uh, first. Which I'm gonna. Give, 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 give for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, well done, well done, everyone. Nice. Um, yeah, the the puzzle thing. I would there were puzzle elements, aren't there? Um, there's the the sure. bit when you're in the alley having to work out how um, the uh, was it was it Robin that was killed? Um, I don't want to give spoilers actually. And it wasn't Robin; it was someone else. Yeah. Um, in the alley. Yeah, no, there's, there's certainly a bunch of puzzle elements. Yeah, you nailed it. It's like, yeah, it, it, it's interesting because this game really nailed the detective part of Batman. I mean, he's known as like the world's greatest detective. Great. But they, but they really kind of dropped the ball on, uh, on everything else. <laughs> like when it comes to Batman, mm-hmm. um, it's like, you don't get to drive the Batmobile. You don't get to, you know, grapple and, and, you know, uh, ascend buildings or, or really get into any kind of fights. Um, which is fine, which is fine. Like for, for, People's first entry into VR. I think this is a great first entry into VR. I would rec- certainly recommend this over like Job Sim. Like this is this is way cooler than that. In mm. the whole, it's amazing how good it looks, man. Yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful game, and the ending, without going specifics, is phenomenal. The ending's phenomenal, but I'm actually gonna. I'm, I've got to say, my favorite part in this game uh, is the Killer Croc segment. When when you find yourself in the in trapped, uh, yeah. it makes you want a saw. VR game so bad because it, it right. basically for like ten minutes it feels like you're playing Saw VR and it's a uh, yes it's and it's so good I, I I like that segment even more than the amazing ending of this game 
Mm, yeah, it's really cool. Um, and 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 yeah, Rocksteady Games haven't made any other VR. No. Which you know, great. Um, it, it'd be wonderful to see them. I mean, they did a great job with it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Mm, I guess just an issue of priorities. Part of me is like, why didn't they make something else? But maybe they will have something for PSVR too. Who knows? Let's hope so, man. Let's hope so. They do seem very interested in VR. Uh, <laughs> Looper the Underground Gamecast says, Last Labyrinth is Saw VR. Only if Saw was the most boring movie you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Last Labyrinth are the worst puzzles ever. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Well, it, there, there are big moments in Last Labyrinth that are very Saw VR. I agree with you, Looper. Big time. Lots of lots of comments in the chat about saltiness. Um, Odvar Holand said, though, uh, Miles, if you crush those Turkish... Peba or Peba, Peba candies into into powder and drop the powder into a bottle of vodka. You get a killet, a killer party drink. Um, I don't know if that's him doing a joke, and I'm like, oh, I've just wasted a whole bottle of vodka. <laughs> but no, I could believe it. I, I when I worked in France at a ski resort many years ago, um, they used to take um, like jelly babies and they used to put them in vodka bottles and then put the vodka bottle in the dishwasher. And the heat of it melted it all, and then you got fruit vodka, yeah. um, which was a cool thing. Uh, what, what a bar I used to work at, um, they made they would make Skittle rum, um, so they'd like put you know separate rum with all these different bottles, and then we would separate Skittles. Like they just get like these mega pounds of pounds and pounds and pounds of Skittles. So we'd all sit at the bar after work, and we'd separate the colors of the Skittles out, and then we would drop them into the bottles of rum, and just like overnight, uh, it would become yeah. it would become Skittle rum, and man, it was tasty. I was a vodka drinker, so I tried to do it myself with vodka um, at home. And let me tell you, bad idea. Skittle vodka, terrible. Skittle rum, yeah, delicious. Yeah, they used to make and serial make killer mo- mojitos out of the skittle rum. That's awesome. Uh, serial killer was right. Um, uh, it, yeah, yeah, gummy bears. Um, gummy bears was what they used. Gummy bears. Uh, Serial Killer says, or perhaps Sour oh, Patch Kids. Oh, dude, you took me back then with just that little bit. I remember that song. <laughs> right? That was, like, was one of my favorite Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, you guys, we got to get out of here. It is late uh, over in Sweden, and, uh, and man, I've got a headache that just won't fucking quit. Uh, so it is time okay. to shut this place down. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you to everybody who, uh, who who helps this channel run. Jay Meow, who gets this thing up on podcast services of your choice. Uh Everyone who's listening out there, uh, thank you very much for getting us into the top 100 po- video game podcasts last month. Uh, amazing, wow. amazing accomplishment. Worldwide wow. top 100 video game podcasts. Uh, it is an amazing accomplishment. I'm so happy uh, that That's amazing. you guys have pushed us into that realm. It's amazing. Uh, also, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, I, I guessed it on his channel yesterday. Uh, if, if there's no link to anywhere... I'm sure there's one on Discord, but you can literally search Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry uh, on YouTube and watch our. We, it was a hangout session. You know, we just talked about random stuff, horror movies, video games, all the normal stuff. You know, retro stuff. It was. Uh, it was good. We talked about video game music. Uh, but he does all the timestamps for the show, uh, so make sure you thank him. Of course, all the moderators who make my life so much easier each and every day. I love you guys more than you'll ever know. Uh, if you ever want to make out on the show, you know, Miles first, but then everybody else. Uh, that's how it works. Um, and then, uh, and, and of course, you know, everybody who hung out in the chat. Thank you to everybody who helped in the 20 questions. Everybody who tipped during the show, Patreon supporters. And of course, all of you sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. Let's get out of here. See you later, guys. Have a wonderful weekend.
<laughs> Zippy's in the chat says, I didn't even know fast travel was Swedish. Uh, wouldn't that be, <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? If, like you're like, I'm heading to fast travel games and you're just in Sweden. And that's not where they are. It's like, I, something I did say, horribly I, wrong. I did say there is something kind of a bit funny. I was saying to my dad as he was dropping me off, I'm physically going on a flight to another country to go into a room where I'm going to put on a headset and experience a virtual <laughs> world. Like, and I, I totally get why we're doing it, but it was kind of kind of funny. Um, so is there if I just quickly plug something before we end? Um, oh yeah, of course. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier that I'd been doing a lot of streaming this past week. I went out. I bought a capture card um, mm-hmm. for my PS5. Um, the Last of Us TV show comes out Sunday, Sunday night. Yes, um, so excited. I, I'm so excited to be watching it with my parents on Monday. I actually think it's going to be quite an emotional experience because if it's, I've seen a lot of like Brian Altano from IGN and that, who people that love the game know it inside out, had high expectations and they said it still blew them away. Like I can imagine getting to the end of that episode and if it's as impactful as the start of the game was, I think I'm going to be in tears of just like they've done it again and I'm so glad people like my parents who got me into gaming and aren't gamers anymore are going to get to experience it. Um, but that on the side, um, I had been streaming every day for, what was it, like eight, nine days. Um, the Last of Us Part 1, chapter by chapter. Mm-hmm. All of them done now, and they're on my YouTube channel. So youtube.com forward slash miles. I can't type it in the chat. So the the else link's can. in the oh, description. Actually. Like, just, it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the play- playlist is there. And I've also done timestamps for all the episodes. So if there's a nice. bit I'm stuck on, you can see it um but i would just say like whether you're someone that's not familiar with the game or know someone um check it out and also i just appreciate the feedback because i am looking at maybe doing uh game streaming once a week on my channel um i've really enjoyed it it's been an experience that i didn't think i was going to love as much as i did because the only thing i'd say is that the reason that's kept me away from live streaming games all these years that i've been a youtuber the last 16 years is you need to have one of two qualities to be a gaming streamer, in my opinion, which I was wrong about. One is you've either got to be excellent at a game, so like competitive and people look at you to see your skills, which I don't have, or you've got to be really entertaining. And whenever I'm gaming, I like to sort of just concentrate and enjoy it for myself. I've realized that like games with narratives and that is my kind of game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, VR, I enjoy it as well. So I realize that this is the beginning of me streaming games uh including horror games that many of you will love so yeah please subscribe to my channel um i appreciate the support and uh yeah enjoy the last of us in, uh, in, on sunday and while you're over on miles channel go as far back as you can into his videos uh sort sort the videos by date published oldest oldest yeah. first oldest to newest. it's so interesting seeing the evolution of miles you, you were on I, I was watching your channel today and i saw you on the news about like some segment about yeah. youtubers or something like you were sitting in yeah. a news studio and you're being interviewed yeah. about being a youtuber yeah fucking crazy and you looked, and you looked radically different which was crazy too yeah, yeah yeah and that's one of the reasons brian why i've kept my youtube channel even though that what i should have done years ago was start a new one is because i always want to show people the story i want to show people the journey i've gone on because not because my journey in particular is special and others aren't it's to show you that we all go on a journey we all change we can all change for the better there are moments where i've gone through bad patches but things change and i change and you know what it's come full circle because i've always been a gamer and 
that can also happen as well. So um, yeah, it's, it's it is a cool thing. My, my very first YouTube vlog is there, and you look at it when I teach at schools. I show kids it, and they laugh, and I'm fine with that <laughs> because a lot of kids now know about good lighting, putting the light in front of you. Right. They know about making sure they can hear you speak. They know about knowing what you're going to say before you start recording the camera. But back then, YouTube wasn't really a thing. Like we were learning it, you know, for the first time. And it's the uh, Wild West, like, man. That's it. And we're at the World West with um, VR, and we're going to look back and go, do you remember when we were trying to suss it out? But this is the exciting thing, and we we can't do it without you guys. So keep up with the support. Um, We love you for it. And, uh, yeah, have a great weekend. That's it. Time to get out of here. And and By the way, I'm I'm doing the same thing. All my old videos, when I was first making videos for my channel, so cringy, so cringeworthy, man. It's, It's awful. Like just some of the stuff I put out there was awful, and uh, you know you can't you can't be embarrassed of it. You just gotta you, you got to embrace it and be like, watch. Like I'm so proud of like how far I've come. Uh, every every two years or so, I look back at what I've done prior, and I go, God, I can't believe I thought that was good. <laughs> and I hope and I hope Indeed. that two years from now, I look back at this and go, God, I I can't believe I thought that was good. I hope we just keep both improving uh, nonstop. That's that's exactly it. And and, I, and the last thing, Brian, one of my favourite comments on my first ever YouTube video, it was done as a joke years after I'd done it. And the, and the comment was something along the lines of, oh, I wouldn't bother making YouTube videos. This is clearly not going to take off. And he wrote that knowing that I went on this journey. And, and some people criticised him thinking he was being serious. Right. I love that comment because the point he was making was no I did go on a journey and I show people that now going if I had listened to that comment mm-hmm. and just not and given up then Brian and I and we none of us would be having this conversation now I'd be living a different life and that kind of terrifies me that thought and so my advice to anyone out there with anything you're doing if you're passionate about it don't be discouraged follow your heart follow your passions and keep pushing forward because you will create a path for yourself that is in line with what has meaning to you not what is necessarily having meaning to other people. If you get that, that's a wonderful bonus. So, yeah, just a last piece from me. Awesome Tatum leaves us with a very uh, introspective thought and says, I wonder what happened to Get Hip and the old lady. We may never know. We may never know. But I'll find out tomorrow at breakfast. <laughs> if, if he shows up, if he doesn't. Either. He'll be sat next to an old lady. It's like, yeah, we made up. I mean, I mean, there's he, and, a, and a and a good night. It was a wild night. If he was going door to door to door to door, he may have encountered some <laughs> issues that he didn't mean to encounter. Some people he didn't mean to annoy. Uh, it was fun while it lasted. All right, man. Everybody have a great weekend, uh, Miles. Be safe out there and uh, and have fun playing PSVR two. Keep in touch. Uh, obviously, everybody on Discord. Uh, you know that would probably be the best way to keep in touch with Miles this weekend and find out. You know. I mean, not you know, he can't break embargo, but he can. You can probably give us some PSVR two impressions. So uh, join our. I'll Discord. be posting stuff on my inst- if if I can post Ooh. stuff quickly, it'll be on my Instagram as well on my Instagram stories. That's always a quick thing. So Instagram dot com forward slash Miles Dyer official. Um, again, there's probably gonna be a lot I can't post, um, but if there is, that's where I'll post it first. But yeah, I'll try and get on Discord as well. Nice. All right, let's get out of here, man. Uh, good night, everybody. We love you all. Bye. Can't see me wave. Oh no! I probably should have brought the video back up like ten minutes ago because we've just been no, staring no, at no, this thumbnail. Cool. But, but. <laughs>